0: good evening to everybody. The topic that I was told to discuss this evening, Be'ezir Hashem, it wasn't I who picked the topic, I was told that this would be the topic. <coughs> if I remember correctly, Be'erich, just about, how do we go out of crisis besimcha. In other words, the concept of bimikabel. Yesurim problems with Simcha and with Bitochen. How do we go about doing it? Now, the answer, my answer to this, to this subject is I don't, I, don't, I really don't know. I have no idea. I have to, my Dalai it's a subject which is way above my Hasogas. So I don't think I'll do justice to the sub- <coughs> to the subject. The way, in other words, probably what I was supposed to discuss is how to have bitokhan and how to be And now she says, whatever your situation is, whatever problems you encounter, whatever sorrows you have, Say thank you to Hashem ma'od ma'od, and be Hashem Hashem If you ask me how to do it, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to do it. I know there are people who know how to do it, but I will try to put in several suggestions how we can acquire a certain amount of simcha. When we are in crisis, now before I go into the the subject, I'd like to, you know, discuss just a few. (coughs) Now, really, when a person is in crisis, it's not so simple to be besimcha. We know (coughs) Avraham Avinu, which is which was the greatest of great. Avram O'yaviyah, Kondosh beloved Avram Avinu. When Baruch Hu told him to bring his only son to that al so Chazal described the Gvalda de Kasimcha that Avram Avinu encountered when he did this mitzvah. At the same time we have a medrash, that the medrash says that Avram Avinu picked up the knife and he was crying. That's what it says in the medrash, he was crying. And there are many ways to explain what the Medrash means. Why was he crying? But the Israel explained because Avraham was didn't want to throw himself into a position that he's not a human being. He's a malach. He's a human being. And he's in crisis. He's crying. So this can evade it. It's something very important for us to know. When we find ourselves in situations... Many times, if it hurts, a person opens up, and it's not, it's, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with, with, with being in pain. It does not show a lack of bittochen. It's something normal, something natural. And we're, we are allowed to be human beings. We're not, we're not mukhiv to be malochim. Before I continue, <coughs> just to make sure that my speech tonight will be interesting, I want to tell you a little story. I think you all heard, <coughs> everyone knows the Helga Samsefer. Sefer. was Kaddai Shalyan. Chhsam had a Rebbe who was Godel the Kaddish, Godel Reb Adler. I once saw a letter that the Chassam Seyfer writes describing his Rebbe. And I explained an expression that the Chassam Seyfah made about his Rebbe. That someone told the Chassam Seyfah, he says, Your Rebbe was like a Malach, was like an angel. The Bas Nadler was taka taka Malach. And the Chassam Seyfah was insulted. He was bummed, got angry, and he said, And my said, there was never a malach like my rebbe. In other words, he felt that the word malach was an understatement of the greatness of his rebbe. Now, I don't understand what that means exactly, but I just want to tell you a little vort. Why was the Reb Nusin Adler greater than a malach? I once saw a letter that there was a town that had a lot of tzodas, that wrote a letter to the Khsam Sefer that asked him that he, when he goes on the kever the of Reb Noson Adler, he should have him for them. So there he describes the greatness of Ibn Snadler. And and he says as follows He says, My Rebbe had one and only daughter. It seems he had sons besides. But that's what he describes. He says, One and only daughter. Ki'ima Kahbito. This is his words. Ki'ima She was at Sadekus like her mother. We can imagine who her mother was. Ki'ima Kahbito. And he passed away, and she passed away when she was a, a child. She was unmarried. And he writes, for the, "I'm writing. I'm going to come out quoting. I'll say it in Hebrew." And he says, <coughs> "When he made the bracha, Baruch Dayan emes When he made the bracha, Baruch Dayan emes I never saw such simcha, besides besides Shemini Atzeris simchas tovah b'shasda Hakafos." The only time I ever saw such a simcha. And he didn't cry, and we didn't say, we didn't see any pain on him. Besides once, when it was Shabbos, I think you know that someone who's sitting on is not, not allowed to get an aliyah on Shabbos. But since Ibn and Adla would get an aliyah every single Shabbos, so he had to get a lay of this Shabbos also because the will would be called Avedis B'Farhesia. It's as if he's advertising his pain. At the middle of the Maftir, he says, in the middle of the Maftir, when he was making the brochures of the on this Shabbos when he was sitting Shiva on his one and only daughter, Nofal dema Echod Me'Einov, one tear fell out of his eyes, and Me'yad Kibla he grabbed it, and he pulled himself back, and from then on, we didn't see any pain on him. This was, he writes about his Rebbe, Nusun Adler. So I said, Pshat, this is really my explanation. I say, <coughs> the Malachim, when they saw that case, they were all crying. And an Adler wasn't crying. So he was greater than a Malach. But you don't, have to be, you don't have to be like a Malach, you can be human. <laughs> you can be human, and make vain, and you can have to And so really, and I'm talking, I'm, I'm describing bigger problems, but even smaller problems, panosah problems, family problems, a person could feel pain and could show pain. So I don't really know how to get this madriga, which I was supposed to discuss tonight, of how to go out of crisis besimcha When the crisis is over, everyone's besimcha. that don't my When the crisis is not over, how do you do it? I don't know. But I I will discuss several points which I think is extremely important of acquiring a certain amount of simcha when we're in crisis. Now, let me come to point number one. Point number one is as follows. When we are in crisis, and it happens to all of us, most of us for sure, all kinds of different problems in life. And I was describing that I don't think that it's in our realms, in our aspects, in our madregas, to be like the Lord Adler, to be besimcha, and to appreciate, to know that Hashem Isbarach is doing the best for us, even though we know it in our minds, in our seichal. But to feel it and to, to live it, it's way, way above us. So we feel pain, we feel pain, and we're human and it's normal. And it's Nishkan Avedah. The question is, what do we do when we are in pain? In other words, to tell ourselves, "Be be b'simcha." Be b'simcha. Says, Thank you, Hashem. I don't think that's al maderika. I really don't think it's al maderika. It's not how, we're not that great. But, we are able to control ourselves when we are in pain, what to do, and more important, what not to do. Now let me bring several examples. There are people (laughs) that when they get nervous, I will start from the first, and maybe it's what, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm reflecting myself, there are people that get nervous, or are in pain, who have troubles, who have sodas, and they let out the pain on the refrigerator. They open the refrigerator and start eating. There are people like that. I know, I know many people like that, maybe myself. But, that's, but you know, that, that's, that's the first thing, to start eating. Now, I don't have to describe that it doesn't solve any problem. To stuff yourself with food doesn't solve any problem. Now, <coughs> stuffing yourself with food is one way which we try to find a way out of our problems which doesn't help. And even more serious, many of us stuff ourselves with kite. With nourishkeit. You pick up a book which normally you wouldn't read you pick up a magazine, which normally you wouldn't read, you go someplace, which normally you wouldn't go, because you don't have control of yourself, because you're tzibrochem. And here is what we have to discuss. Again, to be in a position, always being the simcha, I don't know, how many tzaddikim have this madrigu? But, To control ourselves in 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 these in these moments of crisis, this is something which I think we can ask of ourselves, we can demand of ourselves, and it's extremely important that we discuss it and talk about it and try to help ourselves in these these positions. Now, let me put a you know a high point. We know that there are different times in a person's life, just like the different times of a year. Sukkot is not Pesach, and Pesach is not Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur is not Purim, and Purim is not Shavuos, and Shavuos is not Rosh Hashanah. There are things which we, how should I say it, which we allow ourselves during the year, which we wouldn't allow on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. All right? I think we all, we all have this appreciation. When it comes to the Hele Geteg, we're in better, we're more serious. What's important for us to know, again, we are not able to put ourselves in situations that we should always be high and happy with Hashem. Maybe there are people who can, I don't know how to do it. But at least we should first of all have the appreciation the mental and the the the, 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 appreciation, that when we are in crisis, when we, when a Kalish brings us problems in our life, at least have the appreciation to a certain extent, that's the Yom Kippur. Now Yom Kippur, Hashem gave us the Yom Kippur, but neither of us suffer. Probably with a Tadikim who enjoyed Yom Kippur. Maybe yes, maybe not. But I think we remember, we started at Amr It was hard. At the end of the day, we were, we were sweated up. It was hard. We were hungry. We were tired. Waiting. It's just kind of very, we're waiting for it to be over. And I was sick we knew how precious every moment is. But in such situations, we didn't lose ourselves. The exact opposite. If we, if we're home, with the children, we couldn't go to shul. We wouldn't pick up a magazine. Wouldn't pick up a book. Wouldn't pick up even, I'm not talking about something triff. It's a heli talk. It's a heli talk. We have the appreciation it's a talk. Now, when we come into situations of crisis, whatever the situation might be, it could be something small, it could be something big. It could be a problem of life. It could be a small fight that we had with a neighbor, we had someone in the family. And we're nervous and we're tzibrochan. And we're knotted up. We have to realize, the first thing is, it's a precious moment, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. It's a precious moment, even if I'm the one who's at fault. Many times, we feel, you know, I did it myself, I opened my big mouth. I ruined it, and then we lose ourselves. we lose control of ourselves now the The, the marshal that I brought in the beginning is beautiful because here in America the biggest affair is, is, is the refrigerator that's the biggest affair that, that that there has in this country It's a beautiful marshal, but that's not not the biggest the biggest in my dictionary. But there are bigger, there are bigger verses in, in, in other dictionaries besides, besides, you know, Mephres Sechon. This is extremely important to keep control of ourselves and have the Sechon to know that these moments are precious moments. It's precious moments. And if we can't appreciate how precious the moments are, at least be careful to bear yourself and not to jump out of the frying pan into the fire. Now, the question is, how do we get simcha? And the answer, in my appreciation, is as follows. The one who poses this question says, how do we get simcha from the problem itself, from the appreciation that Hashem is with me? This is for very great people. But, And these moments we can get simcha, because these moments can bring us, sit us down by a safe Tehillim. We can daven better. We can, we can, we can, we can be careful from things which were not so careful at different times. And this can bring us simcha. This can bring us simcha. To bring simcha out of the problem itself, out of the crisis itself, Again, it's a high madrige. But the crisis, can the sit us down by a safer Can it make us more responsible for our actions? Or we can get simch. Now, one of the things that which, which I'd like to discuss tonight, which is really not so relevant to this, our discussion, But it's a discussion which I wanted to discuss for a long time, I think I once discussed it, and I'm going to attach it to our Noisa tonight. One of the biggest problems that we have bikhlal in our life and especially atomic crisis in my opinion, is. Now, again, let me. I'm I'm talking to an audience. I don't know. Is that there are all kinds of different people here. I don't know. The, I don't know the audience, but I'm, I, maybe I'm reflecting. I'm reflecting my my own self, but that's the best way to talk. I want to discuss a few minutes, which I think is important in our discussion. The subject of Kriya Shema alamita and how to go to sleep at night. Let me tell you why it's important. Our world that Hashem created us is a 24-hour 24-hour magal. It's a cycle of 24 hours. Every normal human being has to sleep between 6 to 8 hours everyone some sleep a little less some sleep a little more now (laughs) these hours of sleep by most people have no meaning a person is is sleeping sleeping has no meaning really (laughs) in the concept of Torah the hours that we sleep are extremely important as I will explain now, as I continue explaining, I want to first bring it in continuation of what I was discussing before. Many times, many times, when we are in stress, we have problems, we have service. And again, service don't have to be come from our Baruch Hu. We can make our own service. But our own service is also service. Everything comes from my Baruch Hu. Many times during the day, we're busy, we have homes, we have jobs, we don't have time to nurse our problems, to think about them, to worry about them, and to absorb them and to ruin our neshamah and to ruin our our feelings. The best time for a person to ruin himself is when he goes to sleep. He closes his eyes and he starts to think about the ganze Welt, and the first thing that jumps up is his problem. Whether he got angry that day, he opened his mouth, he scrimped at somebody, something scrimped at him. Either he thinks how bad I am, or how bad that person is. Or, if he has a power of time so what will I do tomorrow? How will I, check? How, will I, how will I cover those checks? Whatever powers we have. When we go to sleep, that's the time that we absorb all the problems. And I want to tell you people, that the hours that we sleep, not only how we think, but even when we fall asleep with these makshavahs, it ruins our neshama. And we have no idea how deep it goes into our neshama. And how important our matzav ruach, our appreciation, that how we fall asleep is. Now, let me try to explain this a few minutes at length. I think we all remember, just a week or two ago, that we experienced wonderfully Yomim Noyroim, the holy days. I'm not going to discuss too much about it because it's over. We have a whole year in anticipation to come again. I would just like to discuss a point, an overall point. What is the concept of Aseris made HaTshulah Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? HaKadosh Baruch Hu created his world and made a cycle of a year. Now, on Rosh Hashanah, everything is created anew. I don't know if you know this, but it's a halakha shulchanoruch, mamashah halakha, that when you meet someone who you didn't see for a whole year, if you didn't see him for 12 months, you make a bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokei Nemalech Olam Mechayeh HaMeisim. Every person that went through Rosh Hashanah really, as if he died and become relives all over again. And this is not a concept. This is not a drasha. This is a real bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem Elokei Nemalech Olam Now, when Rosh Hashanah comes, we say Hayom HaZaylom. Zeh the recreates the world. Now, this first day of Tishrei was not the day that Hashem created the heaven and the earth. What Hashem created on Rosh Hashanah was the person. Other Merish was created on Rosh Hashanah. Now, on Rosh Hashanah, Hakadosh Baruch Hu created other Yerushalayim, five thousand seven hundred and fifty-eight years ago. And the same is true every year, HaKadosh Baruch Hu recreates us. And then comes a service you may choose. And ten days that we say, Dear Shua Hashem, Behimotzoi, K'ra'u Ubi and HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes close to us, and cleanses our Neshama, and Yom Kippur, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu cleanses us, and the Gemara says, Ashrechem Yisrael, Lepnei miyateh metai, mi metai rescham and we experience wonderful ten days, and the pity keeper Yom Kippur, And then we reach a beauty and a purity, that we go into the sukkah, and we visit with Hashem Izbaruch, with Avraham Avinu, with Yitzchok Avinu, with Yaakov Avinu, Meish Shorbeinu, Aaron Acon, Atsadik, and Dabit HaMelech. This is the pattern of Rosh Hashanah and sukkahs. The pattern has to be pre- appreciated in a simple, in simple way. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, the world starts in Tishrei and ends in Tishrei. We start and we live 12 months of Avedis Hashem. We work 12 months to do Hashem's and so We daven, we learn, we do mitzvahs, and we do everything we can. Now, Hashem set us up in such a position, in such a way. Hashem, Hashem set us up in such a way. How should, What example should I bring? Such things called Hashem says, you do your work for 12 months. When it comes on Cheshvin, Davod, the way you should, it comes on Kislev, write, light the Hanukkah candles, do all the mitzvahs, it comes on Pesach, clean up your house, eat matzah, drink arbaces, it comes Shavuos, receive the Torah, it comes tishabov feel for you, Yerushalayim, and a person builds himself and builds himself and builds himself and builds himself until he reaches a certain point where there are certain things in our Neshama which we are unable to do on our own and we need Hashem to do it for us. I don't know what example to bring. It's like someone who who lets a child to build and build and build but it comes to the end then the adult has to finish up the job because it's something which the child cannot build. Now the pattern that Hashem did was as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, build the whole year, work it out and build it and do mitzvahs, etc., etc. Till you come to a point which we are unable to bring ourselves the beauty and the greatness and the cleanse, the cleanliness which HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, until Rosh Hashanah you worked, and now let me do the job. And that's called as Sarasi made Shuvah. That is a says, Now it's my days. And in these ten days, there's a wonderful Saturday Shmaya. And really, again, we're not Rosh Hashanah now. I'm, I'm reversing the time. Until you come to the epitome of Yom Kippur, and this is a day which is purely in the hands of Hashem. And Hashem cleans our Neshama, and our Neshama creates a new person, is machadishas, and builds us until, as we mentioned, after Yom Kippur, we come back, and we go into the sukkah B'kdush of Atira. Now, <clears throat> what's important for us to know, And I think the days of Rosh Hashanah are still warm in our hearts. What's important for us to know is (coughs) that every cycle can be looked at as a large cycle and as a small cycle. Let me bring you a marshal. Let me bring you a marshal. The Gemara says that when Dover HaMelech was kinged, when David HaMelech was kinged, there was a person called Novo, and he went out against David HaMelech, and David HaMelech went out to kill him, because he's murdered Malchus. I think it was Abigail, told David HaMelech, why do you want to kill him? So David HaMelech said, he is murdered Malchus. He went against the king. So the word that she told him was as follows, ba'olam. You are not yet a king. Your coin is not in the, in, in the country. A king has a, has, has a minig, has a custom that he makes coins. And on the coin, there is the picture of the king. If you don't have a coin, if when someone goes into the grocery store and buys bread and milk and doesn't use your coin, you're not a king. Let me explain what this means. If you want to visit the king, if you want to know the king, the king is someone very great. Someone very great. And he, and his, he embraces the, the whole country. If you go to the capital, you'll see a big statue, a picture of the king. But also, every person has a little coin that has a little picture of the king. In other words, if you want to know the king, you can look at a little coin, a little picture, you can look at a big picture. When a who Baruch Hu sets up a pattern, Every pattern has a big picture and a little picture. The big picture is the year, and every year has in itself 10 days of chuva. Now what is does it mean 10 days of tshuva? 10 days of tshuva means that Hashem says like this, you work out your year, you make a Pesach, you make a Shavuos, you make a, uh, a Hanukkah, you make a Purim, you make a Tisha Bav, and leave me 10 days. Leave me 10 days. And in these 10 days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu recreates us and washes us and cleanses us. Ashreicham Yisrael lefnei avinu In other words, Hashem says, there are certain things in your neshama which let me do, which you are not able to do at all. This is my, my part. This is the big cycle called the yearly cycle. Then there's a little coin, a daily cycle. And I want you people to know, the daily cycle has the same pattern as the yearly cycle. When we reach Rosh Hashanah, we need a Rosh Hashanah. You know why I need a Rosh Hashanah? Because they have a whole year of theirs. And a Kodesh who cleanses us until Yom Kippur, we go out white as snow. When a person gets up in the morning at 6 o'clock or at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, and he goes through the day. And he goes through the day. By nature, when night comes, he is tired. Now what is the secret? Why is a person tired at night? And I want to tell you, which I, you probably didn't think about it. In Hebrew, tired is called Oyef. Oyef means tired. Alright? The passage says, Asaph came, and he was tired. And Rashi says, Oyev means he did a lot of averis. He did five averis. He killed somebody. And he stole. Do you know why we're tired at night? Because we went through a whole day. And by nature, we spoke a lot of lashon We made a lot of bruches. With we had We David with spoke to Hashem. And we said to Hashem, you know, we gobbled it up. We get angry at somebody. Whatever the case might be, when the night comes, by nature a person is tired. Why? Because he lived 14, 15, 18 hours. In these 18 hours, he did a lot of avarice. That's the nature. We all do plenty of avarice. And he's tired. What happens is, Hashem says, the same pattern that after a year of virus, Hashem says, "Let me cleanse you." That's what happens at person that night. Hashem says, "Go to sleep. Let me take you in the neshama." Hashem takes out the neshama to the kisei covered and washes it and cleanses it and makes us a new person. And in the morning, chadoshim la bekorim rabe we get up fresh. We're not tired anymore. Why are we so fresh? What made us fresh? What made us new? Our Neshama visited Hashem. And really, in the depths, we went through a Yom Kippur. We went through a Yom Kippur. And that, my dear friends, is the secret of sleeping. When a person gets up in the morning, he gets up a fresh person because he gave us the to hashem he, he wasn't he he, he he it's not only that he he wasn't doing anything but it's the show when to hashem and hashem cleanses us through through the night now <clears throat> this pattern which is so important and so precious for us to grow just like if we go through years without a M. Kippur, how would we look but Yom Kippur, you have to do something. In Yom Kippur, a person who doesn't fast Yom Kippur has no A person who doesn't pray Yom Kippur, a person who obeys Yom every day, Hashem is So we can imagine what happens to this person after several years, even after one year. The same is true going to sleep. The same is true. How we go to sleep. If we go to sleep with appreciation of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein, Hashem Echot, and we say beyond and we say I'm sitting in the in the in the in the shadow, in the embrace of Hashem Shada In the shade of Hashem, I am I'm am sleeping. You are if we go to sleep with this appreciation that we're giving ourselves to Hashem, we get up a new person, Hashem cleanses us, Hashem makes us, we go through, every time we go to sleep is a really keep. we get up in the morning and we say, <speaking in Hebrew> Because you cleansed it through the night. Now, I don't know, again, I don't know the people, how, how, but what I, try, what I want to point out is, in the whole continuation of our whole subject, I think this is extremely important. Because when we have problems in life, we have service, we, have, we get angry, we're not an up, we're in crisis, whatever the case might be. Of course, it's wonderful to discuss that we should have the appreciation that everything comes from Hashem. But really, to draw from the fountain of the greatness and the depths of the Tzaris, as I was saying in the beginning, it's extremely hard and for very, very great people. But there are fountains that we have in our life that we can always draw simcha. As I was mentioning before, we all know when a person sits down and says a to tehillim, it, it, it gives them simcha. What I would like to introduce to you people tonight is I'm speaking very, very practical. <clears throat> One of the biggest problems in the time of crisis is how we go to sleep. We fall asleep we fall asleep broken up. We fall asleep with anger. We don't say Krishna the way we should. We don't give ourselves to the Yichud Hashem. And we live, I'm telling you something very deep. When you fall asleep with such mahshavas, with such thoughts, these thoughts are magnified in your Neshameh, six hours straight. And you get up a nervous wreck. You don't always feel it. If you go to sleep with a moment of forgetting your problems and you say, Safkosaf Hashem, you're echod. And I'm in your embrace. Ubiyod cho'af kidruchi. And you say, Hashem, I have so many problems in my life. But He named me Taseh I'm surrounded with Malachim. I'm surrounded with Kedusha. And I'm giving myself over to you. To go to sleep in such an atmosphere, to, to get, make a point of that moment, you wake up a different person. And, you could, and, and it's, it's, it's one of the most important nakudas the of how to go through life and how to go through problems and they shouldn't break us. Now, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Al aramis. don't go to sleep on a goyish bed. Could you imagine? Don't go to sleep with a Goy. And the Gemara says, aramis. how does it mean go to sleep with a Goy? And the Gemara says, don't go to sleep without Krishma. When we fall asleep, we forget to say Kriyeshma. If we forget to say Kriyeshma, we're lying six hours in a goyish bed. And if we fall asleep, and we said Shema Yisrael, and we said Beyad we are six hours in the embrace, in the hug, and the closeness of Hashem Yisbarach. And Hashem Yisbarach takes our Neshamah and cleanses us, and we actually, every night, we can experience a Yom Kippur. Now, in overall, I, I, I have, I like to talk a lot, a lot about this Nukut of how to go to sleep. Many reasons. One of the reasons I think I once spoke about over here is simple business talk. Simple business talk. A person has an appreciation, a good businessman, to make small investments and get big profits. You follow me? To make a small investment and get a big profit, that's a good piece of business. If you make a big investment and a small profit, then you're making money but, but you're not a good businessman. The best thing is a small investment and a big profit. Imagine a person that invests $100,000 and works hard for five months and he makes $2,000. He made some money but he's, he's a shlemazel. If you make two phone calls and you spend two thousand bucks and you make $100,000 then you know that you're, that you're a businessman. Why? You invested very little money, very little time, and you got big profits. The same is true as in mitzvahs. In mitzvahs, you can do big, big mitzvahs, but every everything is Givaldic. But many times you can do a small mitzvah. You can do something very small. You can get very big profits. I can I bring all kinds of mishalim, Yeah, I, The that I, which I which I always like to bring. If a person, you know, here in America, it doesn't work like that so much. In Israel, they live in more like apartment houses. So what do you do if it's dark? You have to, you know, I don't know how it works in this country, but they have, in America, in Israel, they have a call of Vada Bias. They have a committee. The committee of the house, you call the Vada Bias. But kids, until they change the bulb, it takes you takes two, three months. So what do you do? You go to the grocery store, and it costs you a dollar and a year for two dollars, and you take a chair, you put on, you change the bulb, and then you have, Tens of people, old people, young people, going up the steps, and in the Shemis computer, everything is in your chesed. You can never know. A Kadosh Baruch Hu can say, you know, this old man, if he wouldn't be, if he would have gone up that dark, he would have thought he could have been killed. You saved a life for fifty cents, and for for a tirch of of, of two minutes, you could do a mitzvah which is which is gevuldig. There are mitzvahs which are, as we say, small investments, and one of these is Mrs. Kriyash Malamita. When we make a point of how to go to sleep at night, we gain, with these 5-10 minutes, we gain 6 hours of kedusha of holiness. And I want to tell you again, the subject which, I, which, which I'm supposed to discuss tonight, and I think I went way off, but I think it's extremely important. How to get silk in time of crisis. And I think that we're not in the position and the greatness. Maybe you are. But I'm not. To really appreciate Hashem's love and kiss every time we're in crisis. But we can find ways in time of crisis to hold on to ourselves. And there are fountains of simch which are close to us, which we have to not lose and utilize, in, in especially in a time of crisis. And these were the suggestions that I made tonight. Number one, I didn't elaborate too much, but I want to elaborate now again. A person in a time of crisis should be very careful, should be very careful not to let himself go. To be extremely careful what he reads, where he goes, not to, not to loosen up. Not to feel Chablashkin Koyach. Not to drown. Just like we all, I don't know we all, but most of us know that the biggest availability in a time of crisis is to eat too much. It doesn't help you. It just stuffs you up. It doesn't solve any problem. The same thing to pick up a newspaper, to pick up a magazine, to pick up a book, just to do Narishkite doesn't solve any problem. It just Puts off the problem for five, ten minutes, and you get and you have a bigger stomachache. The truth is exact opposite. In a time of crisis, we have to hold ourselves and we have to know the nisim is nafshi I'm in pain. There's probably a reason for my pain, and this is supposed to bring me close to Hashem. And it should be moments of chizuk of kedusha. And then I I don't I don't know how to say it. We will see that these points can bring a simcha, real simcha. If we can come to an appreciation, even though I'm in pain, I don't know how to appreciate, why does Hashem do this to me? I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to have this greatness, like the grace of grace of But whatever the case is, Hashem is hitting me, Hashem is banking me. I know that it's, it's a fact. I don't know how to appreciate it. I don't know how to, how to absorb it with simcha. But I'm living it. If I'm living it, we should have appreciation. This we have appreciation. Hashem is doing it to us. Let's not, how should we say it, let's not, I don't know how to say it, give a punch back. At least have appreciation at, at, during this moments. Very, very special to be close to kedusha. Very, very special to be close to Kadusha. I think people who are here, who, who are listening to my drashas. I always describe what it means to read a newspaper on Shabbos. On Shabbos to read a newspaper, to read a magazine. I think you heard for once. I described many times. I saw with my own eyes how a yid was 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 on yom kippur, on yom kippur, the most holy day that we have. And I think you all know on yom kippur that the many kids we fall on the shoe, we fall kerim, and the men put paper under under their feet because you're not allowed to fall on 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 a. On a, on a uncovered floor if it's made out of stone and here in America we have a, it's a minigun it's a swirl, it's like, and I saw with my own eyes a youth was falling curb falling in middle of the singing in the middle of the excitement of the, the excitement Kippur. and he put a piece of newspaper and then what is falling curb he's reading the newspaper it's it's and I always have this appreciation if you ask this person what are you doing what are you doing you say, what do you want? Do you think it's the New York Post? Do you think it's a dirty paper? It's the New York Times. The New York Times with an Yom in the middle of Musaf, And the same is true on Shabbos. What is Shabbos Kodesh? My friends, the same is true in time of crisis. It's Yom Kippur. We don't know how to appreciate the moments, but this, this is not a moment. This is a moment of kedusha. This is a moment to be very special. It's a moment of being very special. It's a moment of Kiddusha. And I also want to introduce, not before we go to sleep. What we read before we go to sleep, we take with us six hours. If we open a magazine, and we read something about the elections, uh, there's nothing wrong with elections, even the elections. Let's like say, but let's, let's, let's say we think about Mayor Giuliano, With all with all the respects to Mayor Giuliano, whether he's going to win tomorrow or not, but to take him with us for six hours is a pesha, is a crime. Not before you go to sleep. Before we go to sleep is a wonderful moment. It's a moment of b'yodcha afkidruchi. It's a moment that we put ourselves in Hashem's arms. It's a moment that we buy in in three, four minutes. We decide and we designate and we really create where our neshama should be for the next six or seven hours until we wake up in the morning. When we say, (laughs) Sh'mai Yisra Hashem ala ken Hashem echot our neshama is with Hashem is borach and this is mamish, a fountain of simcha, a fountain of, of health, a fountain of everything good that we can imagine. Of course, we live in a world that everything is dark. We don't see it with our eyes. But just the fact that we see in nature that a person gets up fresh and new, what made it fresh and new? The nature is because it's the showing back to Hashem. We Jewish people have a deeper appreciation that we can get up not only fresh and new, we can get up a Kedusha over with Tahira. And especially if we go to sleep at night. And a person who goes to sleep at night. Now, I want to just mention two more points about going to sleep at night. In my Siddur, I'm, I dive the Nusach Hashkenaz, it doesn't say these two things. But there are two things it says in the Svaradish Siddur, which is al it's brought down in the, by the, by the, by the mukubolim, and Nusach Sfar has it. One of the things is to say vidui, To say of Shavna Now, again, if it says in Yeshidr, my mother Zangazunt told us, she, my, my, my mother Zangazunt, she lives in Israel, she learned by Sada Shnir, I think you all heard that she was the one who, who the, the, the founder of Besyankov. And she was a Chasidish. She svar. and the Chasidish siddur, it says, it says, in the Svar, it says in the in the, in the, uh, sort end of Shmeneser, there's a Hirotzon. Shleyech Sayyoyim, Shleach Sech, I shouldn't get angry today, I shouldn't get you angry. But ten libi, anova and Sarvishnu used to tell the girls, say, say this prayer, say this tefillah. My mother used to say, tell us, we used to say, but, 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 it doesn't say it, I would say that. So say it Bahat. <laughs> say it Bahat. It doesn't say you still say it Bahat. It's a beautiful tefillah before we go to sleep if we can make a moment of what happened during this day a moment of tshuva. this brings so much greatness and so much simcha second of all before we go to sleep there is a special tfila, to forgive everybody I want to tell you people something I don't know if I should elaborate about this when we go to sleep, our shama goes to Hashem If we're angry at somebody, it's not so simple. If we're angry at somebody, especially, my dear friends, listen to what I'm telling you. If he or she was right, then it's a halberd sir. But if I'm right, again, if, if I have a fight with somebody, and I'm wrong, so it's not so terrible. But if I'm right, if I'm right, and that person was wrong, and I feel the anger, and I feel angry at him or at her or wherever, wherever the person might be, it could be a neighbor, it could be one of our family, and I go up to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, with this feeling of pain. We have no idea what we can what we can cause to the next person. It's extremely important before we go to sleep to be, forgive everybody. It's extremely important to forgive everybody. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. I was once, I was once going with, with a big tzaddik. I was once going with a big tzaddik, and he got angry at me. He got angry at me. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the story was. Really, it wasn't so much my fault, but we, 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 kids say, we went, we went to Yushalayim and he, and we asked him to come along to speak to somebody. And this, and the person who was, who was with the truck, the, the, the driver went and, 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 did his business. The kids said this, this waited, had to wait three quarters of an hour. And I, it wasn't really my fault, but this driver, he, he was busy. And I, I was, I was his friend so when I came back he got so angry at me the got so angry at me and he, and he got you know he, he, said, he said how could you do such a thing I had to wait three quarters of an hour so I started saying it's not me it's, I didn't do it yet. and then I opened my mouth I don't know you people that know me sometimes I have a bigger mouth than the decided has I says Rebbe I says you're angry at me don't be angry at me because you might your anger might harm me and then what will happen to you she says, what'll happen to you? She says, says, me? I said, I'm not worried about myself. What could happen to me? I could I could die in an accident, but what'll happen to you if you cause it to me? If you're the one who did it to me? He got so scared. He says, no, no, I'm you. I'm you, no, please, 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 please. No, 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 please, I'm kill you. So I said, all right, but goodbye. The next day he called me up. I I wasn't angry, I didn't really mean it. <laughs> I'll call upon him. This is the end of my, my discussion. I'm going to leave you people. I just wanted to bring out these points. Mrs. Gottlieb told me to say a speech for these people. And she gave me a subject. How to get Simcha time of crisis. I don't know how to get Simcha time of crisis. But I do know what not to do in time of crisis. In time of crisis, first of all, don't raid the refrigerator. It's health garnish. You stuff yourself and you become fat and it's garnish vert. Second of all, don't raid those Shtusavaka books. Those magazines. Hold yourself back. Hold yourself back. Realize it's time of Kedusha. Third of all, don't go to sleep with your problems. Go to sleep with Hashem. Say Shema Yisra. Say B'yod Chav kidruhi. It's extremely important how to go to sleep. And overall, for every Jew, it's extremely important. And I want to tell you this, my dear friends, it's one of the most important moments of the of the, of the 24 hours. I was taught it's the most important pros- point. This is, when we go to sleep, this is, a, this is the Yom Kippur of our life. Yom Kippur is a desert who takes us and cleanses us. That's what happens when we go to sleep. When we get up in the morning, we're able to be fresh and new, and we were in Mikfis from Hashem, we were in Hashem's embrace, we were, we told ourselves in Hashem's Kedusha. On the condition, We went to sleep in Hashem's house, in Hashem's embrace, in Hashem's arms. Before we go to sleep, many of us, it's it's very, very hard sometimes. Sometimes we're dead tired, we fall into bed, we're dead tired. These five minutes are so precious. Say that Shema Yisrael. Say those Pesukim. And even more important, maybe, maybe not, maybe yes, Say those precious words, try to cleanse your heart. If you're in crisis, whatever the case might be, but there are people who might have done it to you, the people you might be angry at, don't take it to bed with you. Try to, try to cleanse yourself. You go into Baruch Hu, realize it's a yom kippur. Every yom kippur, we forgive everybody. Why do we forgive everybody? For the, for the benefit of everybody, for the benefit of ourselves. We have remorse in that person; Hashem should forgive him, and we have ourselves, because if we can go into Yom Kippur, angry at people, then we want to have a Yom Kippur. And the same thing: we go to sleep, and we can say beyond chafkidruchi, yoish be seis el yoyin, b'tzel be gavriel. These precious, precious moments, and this is this takes up t- big percent, sometimes 25 percent of our life. Let us train ourselves to utilize these precious moments. And and be in Hashem's as embrace. And that way every morning will be a fountain from Simcha. Our David will be different. Our whole day will be different. And these five minutes, I, I, I don't have to tell it to you because I'm sure you all know it, but whoever doesn't know it, I guarantee you, put a lot of concentration these five minutes, your life will change. You'll see that that every morning could be could could start at new could be a fountain of simcha is a question yes <laughs> very good question very good question yeah, let me let me let me answer the question if you can't sleep at night <coughs> so so it's a problem which Hashem is should help us with but but even even those even those rabonim tzaddikim, yeshiva boys that stay up all night and learn but when it comes let's say before Khatsais, say Krieshma lamita it doesn't, doesn't make a difference don't say hamapal if you're not going to sleep don't say hamapal but say Krieshma. that's the halacha it should be preferably before Khatsais even after Khatsais. say the whole Seder. if you can't sleep you can't sleep I'll tell you a story which which, which I, I don't really appreciate the story but it's a true story I don't really appreciate the story. Someone told me he, he saw it with his own eyes. The Helik Klesenberg the was, era was a Qaday Shalyan, but he was a Gvaldik Amasmit. A came to me and says, Rabbi, I need a brach. I can't sleep at night. He got exploded. He says, you can't sleep at night. Gvaldik, wonderful. Learn all night. <laughs> Study all night. He says, my problem, I fall asleep. The truth is uh, the truth is that that this, these words can say so, someone who sleeps at night if you don't sleep at night you, you, you can't your head is your head is, is is ruined but I but I will tell you yeah if you do something but I think then Hashem Hashem, Hashem will, will help you yeah one thing you should know it's it's very helpful to take a you know a nice safer it really puts you to sleep <laughs> yes Go on, tell to the people. All right. Excuse me. Yes. It's a very, 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 important very important point. Very important point. Very important point. Very, very important point. This Rebbezin is saying as follows: It's saying, what what does it mean to me? It's even harder to to, to, to forgive people with with a, with a full heart than it is to to to, to bring yourself to simcha. Again, I'm not I'm, I'm not able to to describe how 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 to solve the problem. I do want to tell you a a, a, a word from the Bissel Salanter. I'll tell you a word from the Bishrael Salanter. Again, this is something in his madriga, but, but I'll just I'll just tell you what, what 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 he used to do, what he used to do. The first thing, the first thing that the Bissel Salanter, who is Kodesh hakadoshim, he brought a raya from the Gomorrah. The Gomorrah says as follows. I'll, I'll tell you this in halakha, like speaking the, the Mishnah says if you brought, if you you hired someone to do a job for you let's say you hired a plumber to fix you to fix, your, to fix your, your your pipes and he didn't he didn't come in he didn't come he didn't show up so the Mishnah says you cannot ask from him to 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 rebate you to pay you but you can have tarumas and you can you can be angry at him so Rabbi Shlomo says, he says, why does the Mishnah have to tell him you could be angry at him? <laughs> I'm angry. What should, the Mishnah has to tell him to, that you could be angry. She so says, from here we see that to have caped on someone, to be angry in someone, it's there are certain times when it's permitted, or certain times it's not permitted. If you're angry at someone and you're not, and really you don't deserve to be angry at him, he used to say it's, it's real gzela. It's like stealing from him. Tairuma is is a halakha. In other words, to be angry at someone is a halacha. You just it's not it's not just a feeling. So the Mishnah is saying, if you hire someone and he was supposed to he was supposed to water water your fields and he didn't show up and your fields your fields got dried up, you can be angry at him. You have permission for the Torah to be angry at him. So he says, from here we see that to be angry at someone, to feel bitter against someone. Is a halacha. So what he used to do was as follows. I'm not telling you this is for great people like himself. What he he did is as follows. When he had anger in somebody, when he had anger in someone, let's say someone did some. This is a famous story. He was going in the way and someone insulted him and didn't know didn't know it was Yisrael Salanter insulted him and everything else. What he used to do, used to say, Pem Mole, used to say with his mouth, "I forgive you." I am moich you. He didn't really feel it, but he said it. I am moich you. Now listen, this is something very deep. At that moment he said, I am moich you." So really, that person doesn't know anything more. He forgave him. So he said, from now on, if I will still be angry at him, that's gazela. I'm angry shlok din. So here, I he knew, here I could force myself in my, in, in my inner feelings to be, to, 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 forgive him. Because, because I have no, I have no permission anymore. You follow? Again, let me explain it again. If someone owes me a, t- a ten dollars, so I, I say give me ten dollars. But if so I said, I m'echel you, and you answer the ten dollars, you're a goslin. So if someone did something bad against me, I have a to be angry at him. But if I say with my mouth, I forgive you, I have no shuss anymore. But if but you Michael him, if you I'll send him ten dollars well, when you don't mean it. But you said it, you Michael. But he needs to me something much worse than to take me ten dollars. All right, but you Michael. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Biserel <laughs> I'm not talking about Biserel He said I'm Michael. The moment I'm Michael, I have no rishus according to the halacha to be angry at him. So here I have to force myself to 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 to, to, to get rid of the anger. Now, of course, this is Madrigas like Rabbi Salanta. We are not here to solve all the problems. We are here to give small ideas. This one small idea: let's not take the anger to bed with us. That's important. Try to forget at least, at least, at least for because to take it with us and to live it these six hours, it becomes magnified, and it comes out to Hashem. Let us try to forget it. Let's learn how to go to sleep. It's extremely important. You get up in the morning. If you said Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkinu you said Biyot Chav Kidruchi, you said Yeshu say Yon, you are six hours in morning, Hashem is Baruch's embrace. You get up in the morning, you'll see things will be different. The things will be different.